gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another week of football is comes another episode of On and Off the Hail with yeah. and Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on and off the field. Hold on a second. Hi. There we go. I was just talking. Oh my. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that's why. Okay. Uh, I was going to wait to tell you this because I wanted to do it after we hit live. Uh-huh. Holy Jesus. So for those who don't know, cuz if you don't watch the show you probably don't know, but unless you're from the area, our local grocery store, Wegmans, does uh has a beer section. You can p- pick six of them off this wall for like 11 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that great deal because i always get the tall boys so i it's a great deal for me if you just get mm-hmm. like bottles and regular size cans it might not be a deal but this is my last one out of the last six pack i bought and this one is a spiced golden ale from warhorse brewing company which i'm pretty sure i've had warhorse already in mm-hmm. some of my past packs special ingredients in this one are cinnamon nutmeg and allspice and let me tell you you saw my reaction i just simply <laughs> cracked the beer and it it just like i got punched in the face with christmas <laughs> is that it, a bad thing i don't know yet because i haven't i haven't tried it yet <laughs> there's your beer nice i'm kind of scared to try it to be completely honest with you that that <laughs> smell i yeah. i it from a distance when I cracked it, honestly, the first thing I smelt when I cracked it was, uh, was pine, like pine needles. Like I was smelling mm. a Christmas tree. When you actually put your nose up to it, mm. you get more of like the cinnamon and the nutmeg smell. But from a distance, it's more like, oh God. Huh. Huh. I don't think mine sound making over here is as strong as yours, but it's not bad. What what do you got? I have some wood chop chocolate <gasps> stout. Ooh. From Smutty Nose Smutty. Brewing Company. Where is that? I have never it heard is of that. In Hampton, New Hampshire. Hampton, New Hampshire. It was in that same section of the U Pick Six. And you know, I, I'm I'm a fan of chocolate stout. Yeah, you are. I like that dark beer, and it tell you what, it is smooth. I just can't. I mean, the Yingling Hershey's was good. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll give a hat tip of the cap to the Hershey's, but yeah, stouts, especially chocolate stouts. I don't really don't go that direction for my personal taste. Yeah, it doesn't taste too heavy right now. Um, but it's it's also, it's also like super ice cold, so like that's the best mm. time to drink them. So, the one I'm really excited for is the one I I have left. That is a Snickerdoodle Cream Ale. Oh, oh yeah, Snickerdoodle. I, that sounds Stone, good. Is it Stoneyard or Empire Brand? I can't remember. It's one of those two. I think is what who Either makes one. it. 
but it was another one that I got there. And I'm like, I saw like, wow. you know, like the ice cream cone on the side and it says Snickerdoodle. I'm like, uh, sold. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you see that and you're like, yep, you're going in the bag. Yep. Right there. <laughs> so we got a couple people tuned. I saw Benjamin. He tuned in my buddy, Richard. He's nice. tuned in. What's going on, everybody? Drop a comment. Let us know how you're doing tonight. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, because now I do the gaming streaming, so I mm. like to communicate live. But then I have to remember sometimes this is a podcast as well. It's kind of yeah. weird when you listen to the podcast and it's like, hey, drop a comment. Like, where? <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> huh? Yeah. But I also like, I love it when people commenting during the live show, though. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. So let's floss real quick. We'll get this. We'll, we'll start All flossing. Right. We'll, uh, so, you know, recommended by 10 out of 10 podcasters everywhere. Better than your toothpaste. That's only nine out of ten dentists. Those guys are losers. Ten out of ten podcasters. You gotta make sure you have floss. <laughs> Follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share the show. Uh-huh. Fred can tell you more about that. Or Durf can tell you more about that. Yeah. Be weird. <laughs> oh well, you can follow, like, observe, and share on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. By searching on and off the field or at OOTF podcast. And you can subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels, which we are currently live on in conjunction with Facebook. So check it out. Go back and watch live past episodes and other great content on there. Make sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts so we know how we're doing and what you like or dislike about the show. And you can find all of these links at on and off the field.com along with our fundraising efforts, our sweet merchandise and to learn more about Dylan myself and this award-winning show. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Make sure you're flossed everyone. Thanks for, thanks for flossing. If you did floss, appreciate that. We always appreciate that. Um, how did fantasy football go? That's what I was supposed to do before the show started. How's the league going? I was going to check on our, uh, the um, status of our, playoffs because i'm pretty sure we're in the playoffs are we not oh yes we are in the playoffs because i didn't play anyone this past weekend oh you're on your bye week okay i had a, I had a bye week and i was like what is this like i, I never had that before <laughs> i'm like how how do i do this i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i just lost the first round of, of the consolidation break i i i think you might have i'm just trying to uh our yeah. internet's really super slow over here our wi-fi is super slow in the house I'm, mine. I'm trying to pull mine up right now this is not. I'm not going to be able to pull it up. Um, I don't know what's going on with our internet tonight. Uh, I think Yahoo Sports updated or something. We, or Yahoo Fantasy because it's like it's not the same. Oh boy! So they just changed everything. Yeah, that's not fun. Uh, oh wait, I think I found it now. Dun, 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 dun. All right, let's go to week 14. Was the quarterfinals? Oh wait, I didn't have any matchup. Go to league. Oh, let's see. Swing at 0 3 and 0 count. One against the bounce back sealers. Um, NSAC Express took out Chenault Stains. So I believe I'm taking NSAC Express. And I think it's Brandon from Strikeout. I think I'm so too. Pretty sure. Um, and then Ryan's Rockers will get swing at 3 and 0 count. There you go. So that'll be the. Semifinals. Um, let's see. Your parents actually had a bye this week. Wow. In the consolation quarterfinal. Oh, in the consolation. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Both 
both brackets had two bye weeks okay. or two bye teams. Uh, Call Me Whiskey Breeze took out To Be Blunt, and the Minshews took out the Jockstrap King, aka oh. you, with a one thirty eight to one hundred one. I'm pretty sure the Minshews is Allen from Strikeout here, so they're nice. uh, they're kind of rolling over there at Strikeout yeah. here. So yeah, it was your parents and six feet from Mahomes were on the bye this week for the consolation quarterfinal bracket. All right. Yeah. Well, congratulations to all. I mean, I've I've virtually just stopped playing fantasy football in all of my <laughs> leagues. I just kind of make sure there's people that aren't like injured at least in my lineup and mm. I just let them I just let them ride. I'm not doing the matchups anymore. I'm just kind of like whoever's in there's in there. Good luck. <laughs> my season's yeah. over. It's been over for a while, but uh, it's just one of those years. It, this might affect me, my me going forward. Yeah, fantasy football wise, I don't know how much I'll be playing. Go movie. Oh, the podcast will forever reign, but outside of the podcast, <laughs> fantasy football league, I don't know how much else there they'll be. Right. All righty. Uh, give you a quick update because you can't probably can't really see it. We are once again tied. Yeah. One thirty three. 72 and one me taking those cowboys wow why does that seem like a lot of games how many games are there in a season 256 yeah so that's two oh six two oh five i couldn't tell you 133 72 and one yeah uh so two two oh six two oh six so you got 50 more games to go yeah Wow, this is exciting stuff coming down on the wire. We still don't know who the loser, or the winner is going to get for this. We haven't decided. I have some thoughts rolling around in my head, but yeah. we'll have to see what happens. Plus, it'll be like die. It'll be right in the middle of winter time, so I'm thinking like a running around in the snow in a speedo kind of thing could definitely be in play. <laughs> that could be a hundred percent be in play. We'll see. <laughs> Give us some ideas in the comment uh, section. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, hey, it's Dark Sage. I wasn't nice. on the comments. So I'm just seeing this. Oh, okay. He has an interesting sports question. He always has an interesting sports question. He came in here last week saying he has an interesting sports question, dude. Let her rip. Let us know the sports question as we go into uh, NFL news, which is limited. Which is what yeah. we want. We want yeah. that though. That's fine. Because we'd rather just talk about games. Yeah, we, we want to talk about games. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. But, you know, we should let you know about the news, at least. But right before we do that, Dark Sage just got done typing. Let's see here. At times, teams like the Bears have lost their way in terms of being competitive and building a team. They tend to use ideas that are outdated and or stuck in a bygone era. Do you guys think a team like the Bears should follow the St. Louis Cardinals approach of building a team? The St. Louis Cardinals. Does that mean that we talk about baseball? I believe the baseball team. Yeah. I I don't know how they're building their team. I couldn't tell you. I don't. I don't know either. Sorry, you're gonna have to like find a different <laughs> reference. The, the problem with the Bears, yeah. like the Bears, just lose. Like you did nail pretty much like the first part of that. Mm-hmm. at least in terms that I can understand like the bears identity is supposed to be 
strong, hard-nosed defense, like monsters of the midway. They're supposed mm-hmm. to just be like, you can't get past us. Mm-hmm. And then there's supposed to be a ground and pound team where they, you know, if they do pass, it's going to be off of play action or it's going to be short passing, some kind of screen, something like that, where they still dominate the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. But then they get stuck. They just get stuck in this way of like they for, like they they don't care about their defense. They just put the defense on the field, and I feel like the play calling is not good. I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of lackluster on the back end. And then for the offense, they're trying to push down the field. You have David Montgomery, who's a good running back, but he's not utilized. Mm-hmm. He only had 11 carries this past week. He he did a lot with those 11 carries. <laughs> he did a lot oh, with yeah. them, but still only 11 carries. Like They have two bad quarterbacks on their roster, but they still want to try and make the quarterbacks the heroes. I don't, I don't get it. It's confusing to me. Hmm. But TJ came in here. Yeah. yeah. TJ went and dropped a share bomb for us, but <laughs> this isn't Green Man Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whether it's a share bomb for Green Man or for on and out of the field, we appreciate all share bombs. And we appreciate our boy TJ, who is Whiskey Pro Gaming over on Twitch. And I'm pretty sure he has a podcast too. And right now I'm blanking on it. I think it has something with a dad. Got to let me know about that. Let's see here. Dark Sage, they tend to do the model. I think other teams should follow, but smart strategic and everything to do. St. Louis does not have the biggest budget or the best players, but they value long-term success and find players who complement each other rather than just often sign the best players. So getting the most out of what, getting the most out of what you can afford. So they're moneyballing it, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, that movie with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's what they're going to try and do. That's, that's the problem they've had for years. They don't they don't have good talent scouts. Mm-hmm. The Bears haven't brought in decent talent for a lot of money for a little money in years. So Khalil Mack, who they sold the farm for, and even he's been kind of like wishy-washy here and there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Just be a yeah. dad every Tuesday night. Just be a dad podcast. Tuesday night. That's tonight. That is tonight. I wish I could raid. <laughs> you do streaming. You can raid other show, <laughs> other other streams. We can <laughs> we can end on and off the field and raid. Just be mm-hmm. a dad. <laughs> we'll tell everyone to go hit you up. <laughs> the Bears play calling is almost as bad as the Cowboys defense. Yep. Yeah, both on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do some NFL news. All right, after we just got done blowing apart the Bears, and that well, we just got done blowing apart the Bears as they just blew apart the Texans this week. Yeah, they did. Holy cow! Insanity. So, first piece: the Raiders fired their defensive coordinator, Paul Gunther. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep, Paul Gunther. That's a funny name, mm-hmm. and named Rod Marinelli. Isn't there an NFL analyst where his last name is Marinelli? Gino Mar. I feel like Gino Marinelli is a, is a person, or it could be at least close. It's probably not a person. But that, <laughs> apparently, whoever that guy is, he's the interim defensive coordinator yeah. for the rest of the season. Uh, Gruden's hoping that he will bring a new voice and energy to the defense, and the Raiders' playoff hopes are just slipping right before their eyes. Yeah, they just seem like a 
we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. We just got done saying, like, someone asked us, are you buying in on the Raiders? Like, I'm close to buying in on them, but I have to see just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And they never gave me that little bit more. It just never, it never happened. And I, I'm done with them. I'm done with the Raiders. I am. I'm done for this season with the Raiders. Okay. I don't know where they're seated right now. I can look that up. But what, I mean, I, I saw that at least for the 2021 season on the short, le- the short mm-hmm. um, list is Wade Phillips for the Raiders defensive coordinator position. Oh, that's um, a good one. Yeah, for next season. So I just wanted to get that tidbit in there before I forgot. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, are you done with the Raiders as well? I'm 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 done. Yeah, I can't stand I mean, anymore. I think they're like ninth, I think, right now in the playoff standings. Um, I think right now four, five, correct. or five, six, seven should be. Um, I'm gonna blank here. Should be Dolphins, Colts, Browns. You nailed then, it. But then the Ravens are sitting at eight, so I think the Raiders are at nine. yeah the Raiders are at nine. So it's a yeah that's one tight playoff race right there. Yeah, we got the Raiders at seven and six, and Baltimore's at eight and five, but they're getting kicked out by the Dolphins because mm-hmm. of conference record. They got the or yep. they got the tiebreak over Baltimore based on pretty yeah conference. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you nailed it. Was that that was even without looking? You're pretty good at this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I looked at it last night, I think, and then yeah, I looked at it earlier today, and I didn't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wade Phillips and John Gruden to make an interesting combo. Yeah, it's almost like living in the '90s all over again with those two coaching. <laughs> and then John Gruden's favorite current NFL coach, really interesting Your favorite favorite NFL coach is John Gruden. Hey, welcome to the show, Joseph. I see you. I see you sneak in here. I got a thing down here that tells me who sneaks in. <laughs> I see you. But yeah, that's interesting. You know, that it's an interesting fire. I guess mm-hmm. it make it makes sense. I don't think anyone saw it coming, but it makes sense. The right. Raiders defense has done everything short of an impressive. Mm-hmm. If that if that made sense. <laughs> they haven't done anything impressive in mm-hmm. a few weeks. They beat the Chiefs and then everything's just been downhill since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean <sighs> <laughs> the Raiders were going to fall apart. It wasn't because of the offense. Yeah, and then the offense is slowed down because I think I still think Josh. They're, it almost feels like they're limping Josh Jacobs out there. You know, he has an ankle injury, but they're like, "Bro, I need you to man up." <laughs> that's what it kind of <laughs> what it kind of feels like. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Henry Ruggs, it, Henry Ruggs is exactly what I thought he was going to be, mm-hmm. which which is fine, but he's never going to be a number one wide receiver. He's Robbie Anderson, you know. He's going to be an always a number two or even a number three. He's mm. going to catch two, three balls a game. One of them might be short, and then the rest are going to be some deep balls that he might take to the house. He might not, but that's going to be his role for the rest of his career. That's what I always thought he was going to be. It's his rookie year. I get mm. it. I don't want to like completely tear apart a guy in his rookie year, but that's you can only do so much when you're five foot ten and. All you do is run fast. Just saying. Uh, well, look what Tyreek Hill does. Yeah, and he's an exception. And I think yeah. that's more of Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid. You like that's their offense, and they've done a great job of it. But not 
not every coach and offensive coordinator is Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> oh, exactly. It, he he's not in the right system. He's gonna you know he's gonna be <clears throat> that second third string receiver in the Raiders system. That's yeah. that's how they operate. And, you know they took talent, but talent doesn't always work in every system. And it's weird when when your offense in your offense your number one wide receiver is your tight end and Darren Waller. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Uh, TJ, can we talk about how great the Cowboys were since we're in the '90s now? No, I guess I don't want to go dust. I want to go dust off my VHS tapes to go watch uh, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> games. Got to go. Uh, Got to go to the what's that? Indiana Jones, the Temple of like the Temple, temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, yeah. The Temple of Doom to go get the. You got to go snatched off the pedestal to get their Super Bowl rings. Oh yeah, is it the Crystal Skull? Yeah. It'd be like a cowboy Super Bowl because they're so old. Just put them at the bottom of the temple. <laughs> Tampa Bay running back Ronald Jones is going to have surgery on his pinky finger. Yeah. Getting, a, getting a pin put in there. Mm-hmm. I saw this earlier, but right alongside of it, I saw that he's. they said he's not going to miss any time because of this. I see you put here that his timeline to return is currently unknown and leaves a void in the backfield. Because Leonard Fournette was a healthy scratch, and mm-hmm. LaShawn McCoy just sucks. He's just not good anymore. No. But I but, saw that he wasn't going to miss time. See, I saw he was. I saw that they didn't know how long it was going to take for him to be ready to go back in action. So, so that might have been fake news. It could have been just someone like, well, they didn't give us a timetable. That means he could be playing next week. That's probably not true <laughs> if you're getting a pin put in your finger. I would guess. Yeah. Especially if you're a running back. Like you gotta mm-hmm. take handoffs. You usually gotta use two hands to do so. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna assume he's gonna be in a little bit of pain after getting surgery. No matter how invasive it is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. To get a pin put in, I feel like that's like minorly serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's on the high end of minor surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's just be a dad podcast. Nice. Kind of switching over there. Giving, giving it to go sports teams. What are who are you supposed to be? Uh, what's the guy's name from Parks and Rec who wore the NFL hat to the game? That one? <laughs> I'm blanking on his name. Oh, um, oh, Chris or uh, Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe, Chris, Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec, but yeah, yeah. Rob Lowe. yes, the NFL hat. <laughs> yeah, so just be a dead podcast is ran by Rob Lowe, apparently. <laughs> All right, here, take over for a second, would you? I got to – oh, wait, hold on. My cat's being super – I hate these cats. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skin them, I swear to God. Never, <laughs> all right, never mind. All right. Scratch, scratch all that. Okay. So, yeah, he's getting surgery. Christian McCaffrey's unlikely to play this Saturday. Mm-hmm. He's still dealing with a quad injury. He had soldier injury earlier this season. He's had mm-hmm. He's had all kinds of issues. Ankle injury, yeah. I mean, this, I don't want to say it because my <laughs> least Winnie coming in from mass media, minorly serious. <laughs> Gotta, I'm going to pin that comment real quick if I know how to. There we go. Minorly serious. <laughs> Put that on a t shirt. Um, I don't want to say it because I don't want to be the guy mm-hmm. that. The Debbie Downer. I don't want to be the guy that's like, ah, he'll be fine. Because mm-hmm. these are all 
minor injuries on the surface. He maybe just get got a little unlucky this season. But this is the running back position. This is a position where you get hit a lot. On every mm-hmm. play, you're getting hit. Up the middle, outside, you're getting smacked. And Christian McCaffrey was the most utilized player on a single NFL team, probably in history. Maybe and maybe not in history, but, I mean, this guy was like the definition of a workhorse. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of concerned that his career might be heading. He might be on the back end already. Am I, is this an overreaction? Not entirely. Cause I, I see where you're coming from and you know, to a point I agree. He, this season has been a huge scratch on his career you know, just he's not getting there's the stats are just wipe him out, start again next year. He something's not saying right with him, he's not conditioned right or something. I don't know if it's is it Matt Rule's offense that he's got schemed up that McCaffrey's doing something different now versus you know last year. I I'm gonna go I think it's more conditioning than anything. And I think he's trying I think McCaffrey's trying to come back quicker than he should be and i think that is why you're getting these chain reaction snowballing effects of you know injury two weeks later then he's out for another two weeks and you know he injures another part of his body because he didn't condition or you know get right before coming back so if he you know doesn't make smart choices his the back end of his career is very much coming uh right now i I tried deleting this comment from twitch because it's spam and i accidentally deleted strikeout beer's comment oh no (laughs) strikeout beer tell us again he he just said yo he says he says yo (laughs) dirt and dylan what's shaking boys what's going on with you man um yeah i see what you're saying and the only (laughs) Son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, man. That was just really bad timing. Um, hey, strike out beer. Don't go anywhere. I got to show you my beer real quick. And Durf's got to show you his. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to, just to comment what you said, that's that's a good point. It's all all of what you said is a good point. It could have mm-hmm. been the first injury could have been just because he's trying something new. It could have been just something new they were doing in practice with the new coaching staff. It could have been a number of things. And then it does feel like Every single time he had an injury, it's like, oh, wow, that's going to sideline him for five to six weeks. All right, I'm ready to go. It's only two weeks later. Like, oh, hey. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, he goes out there and something else goes. It's, yep. He's not conditioning properly, I don't think. And then mm-hmm. after all the usage that he had in his first four years, however long he's been in the league, mm-hmm. he's just it's just been too much for him to handle. I, I don't know if his maybe his body's literally just not recovering enough anymore. Like he's <laughs> he's an old man. He's just at the point where his body has been broken down and used so much mm-hmm. that he's already just I can't do it anymore. Like yeah. will will Christian McCaffrey be the next shocking retirement? Like after next year, if he has another year like this, will he come out and just be like like Andrew Luck? I'm done. Mm-hmm. That'd be shocking. That would be very shocking to see a running back do that. Yeah, I mean, he had, he's making so much money right now. He'd probably just 
take the injuries and get paid. <laughs> that dude, that dude's making bank right now. Yeah, yeah Strikeout Beer says no, he's not retiring. Yeah, I know it's kind of. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying like, what if he has another season of injuries and he just he's just done with it? It's not like he'd be the first guy to retire because of injury. We are. All, we never thought. We never thought it would happen, to Andrew Luck, but he retired because of injury. So I'm just saying, you know, if if he goes to another year like this, just saying. You guys are shock jocks. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, <laughs> Maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, we gotta show him the beer. Oh yeah. So this is this is Bizarro. I got a, a spiced golden ale from Warhorse Brewing. It's got special ingredients of cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice. I mm. cracked it open and it smells like a Christmas tree. <laughs> it smells like a Christmas tree and it tastes it it tastes like something. I I don't know what, but it tastes like a lot of something. It's a lot of spice. <laughs> a lot of something. Yeah. So Dylan's got that, and I have wood chop chocolate stout from Smutty Nose Brewing Company. And let me tell you what, that is some velvety chocolate right there. That is delicious. Yeah, I feel like they'd like that one. Hey. Oh, he says gross to my beer. <laughs> this is this is a very um selective beer for sure Mm -hmm. kind of on the realm of you know if people make people that make fun of people that drink craft beer like why do you eat grass it's kind of like this like it's i get it (laughs) i understand why people say that uh tastes like a christmas cheer sitting in cinnamon he says that's cool derf and that's pretty Mm -hmm. presumptuous Oh, Marty. Where were we? What were we talking about? Oh, he yeah. says we he says we say that stuff just for the clicks. Dude, we haven't gotten clicks for two years. And I say this stuff all the time. I don't I don't say it for clicks. That's my god honest. I'm not saying it's not even an yeah. opinion. It's just a statement. Like what if? Yeah. There's literally podcasts out there that just talk about what if scenarios. Like what if we didn't drop the nukes on Japan? It's just a, you know, it's just for fun. Mm-hmm. I, Click horse. All right. He's, I'm gonna. If we had a moderator in here, hit the mute button on this guy. Where's the unfollow button? <laughs> don't worry. You don't have to unfollow. I'll just remove you myself. <laughs> Get the bouncer in here. Oh God. Hey, this is a fun one though. Yeah. Mike Glennon has officially sucked so much that they're actually bringing back. I wish I had some music. The Strap King has returned. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Gardner Minshew's back at quarterback for the Jaguars. He will be the starting quarterback in next week as well. He came into this game in the third quarter against the Titans. He played okay. I don't know what his stats were, but I mean I, he threw a touchdown pass, I think. I think he, I don't know his uh, completions to attempts, but I think he had about 170 yards Let's in go passing. To the tape, Bob. We're going to go to the tape, Bob. Versus, you know, I think Mike Glenn's like 90 in the first half. So pretty, wow, pretty close. So 13 to 23 for Mike Glennon for 85 yards and an interception. And then mm. Minchu, 18 of 31 
178 yards, 5.7 yards per attempt, and one touchdown pass to Keelan Cole. Nice. Yeah. He's doing his best. That's all, can, that's all we can ask. All I can ask for. <laughs> <laughs> With the dang on Jaguars. Hey, it's Rod. Hey. Of the Rod Peterson Show on the Game Plus Network. Yeah. I, nailed, I nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. What's going on, Rod? How you been? You've been, I mean, the Rod Peterson show has been busy. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I've been watching the Instagram stories. It's been busy. Yeah, those guys are soaring like eagles over there. And we're flying like canaries who had their wings clipped. <laughs> it's right on, right on cue to strike up here with the you're doing great. Yep. Oh. Doing great. Merry Christmas, gents. Missing hockey. Merry Christmas to you as well, yeah, sir. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Season's mm-hmm. greetings. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah as well. As our boys over at Strikeout Beer, they've been saying Happy Hanukkah to people. So nice. I feel like we need to include everyone. That's smart. Yeah, definitely. Missing hockey. Did the did the Krakens play this year? No, next year. Damn it. So I have to be a penguins fan for one more year yep but they have a name on their arena now do they what is it is it lumen arena no it's like <laughs> something like climate something oh god arena climate something it's, it seems very environmentally friendly title but i can't remember what it was but i know it's in bright green i kind of hate the fact that we gotta like all the stadium names are like sponsored things like, mm-hmm. I just want the stadiums to be named something cool. Like the Seahawks have the Hawks Nest like section of their stadium. Right. Why can't the whole stadium just be like the Hawks Nest? Like I'm going to the Hawks Nest. Like the watches. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I realize like we have to make money here, so I I, I get it. I guess I need sponsors. <laughs> Everyone needs sponsors. Oh, uh, yeah. Story up here, same with us. Not sure how great we can be doing a weekly hour show at. <laughs> Yeah, we just clipped ours from two to two to one. So it's all about having fun, you know. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, I, who knows what's going on with you know hockey's. I want to watch more hockey. Yeah, I do. I feel like I would enjoy it. I think it'll help once the crack and get here. Because mm-hmm. I've never been like emotionally tied to a hockey team before. So with like having a Seattle team now that I can follow, I feel like that'll help me get more into hockey. So we'll see. There you go. We'll see. So I did just look it up. It is the Climate Pledge Arena. Climate Pledge. Yeah. Okay. And it is in neon green for Climate and Pledge, and then Arena is in neon blue. So it looks pretty pretty lit. Yeah. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't bank. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if they, I don't think they got it. I don't think they won that bid. I don't know if the bid was accepted. <sighs> Alan wants to, wants to get big, but no effort. <laughs> Alan tries. I feel like he tries. He does the trivia. Mm hmm. He does. He has his fun little segments. We want. I know the boys at Strikeout Beer. At least I know Rapid Dave is a Predators fan. 
Mm, I think okay. I, I could be completely wrong and he could fix me. What is this hockey? I they were Stars fans. Oh, you're right. It is Stars. I'm sorry. I think uh-huh. someone else is a Preds fan that I know. It's Stars. You're right. Uh, what is this hockey you speak of? It's They like smack around pucks on ice. I don't get it either. It's weird. I am in New York. Don't. Don't. I could I could do an hour segment on just why I like Seattle sports. I'm not going there. I'll, yeah. I'll make like a side post about that. <laughs> yeah, he said Dallas Stars. Allen's a Red Wings guy. Red Wings. Interesting. Where are they from? Is that Toronto? No. That's no, Detroit. Detroit? Oh, that's right, because he's a Lions fan, too. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. We got some off-the-field stuff. Yeah, we do. As always. And big, big announcement. I'm flipping over. <laughs> it's missing comments. That's annoying. I don't know what Facebook's doing with comments. Yeah, he's from. De- <laughs> I'm. This is why I said I want to get more into. Oh my god! <laughs> I got to get more into hockey. I got to understand what it is more. Um, so Walter Payton Man of the Year nominees came out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to cover them right now in the show. Because we still have NFLPA community MVP people to talk about mm-hmm. their weekly awards, so I just want to do it at least for um, for Buffalo. Do you know mm-hmm. who your Buffalo nominee is? I do. Is Harrison Phillips? Hot dog arms. Hot dog arms. Yep. Hot dog arms. Harrison Phillips. Uh, let's see what I did. I haven't read any of this yet um, off the website, but I do plan on. Mm-hmm. Making some blogs, doing some breakdown, kind of shortening it up for people that can read. You know, I, I write at a very unintellectual level, so it's I, I, I people call it easy reading. I think it's all I right. Don't, I don't use big <laughs> words. So uh, Harrison, he developed. Uh, he gave back to the health work care heroes, donating ten thousand dollars worth of meals to healthcare workers. He has his playmakers organization. I think we talked about that earlier in the season, actually, at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you, I mean, do you know? Do you want to talk about anything on Harrison? Um, I mean, the only thing that I, you know, I really caught on to is, you know, he does a lot with special needs kids. Um, you know, like making sure, like they, you know, they have the ability to be active, and you know, they, you know, just help help them live a normal life as much as they can. So, like, it's. I don't know. I find that really, you know, on a positive positive note for someone like him to do that. So, yeah, and I th- I think that he won, or he he won. I don't know if that's the right word. He got the NFLPA Community MVP award one week mm-hmm. because it was that drive-in movie theater he did. Yeah, for uh, over a hundred kids, it was during a Halloween season um, that were all special needs. Uh, he was a keynote speaker for the 2020 Special Olympics in New York for the Winter Games as well. So, yeah, like you said, doing a lot for the special needs mm-hmm. community. So if you want to find out more about that, you can go to NFL.com slash honors slash man of the year. You can find all of them, and I'll keep you up to date on what I write up as well. We'll see. We got a lot of people in here tonight. We got nine likes. Nice. Called people tuning in. Josh just showed up. Yeah. Unpre- unpreparedness is why Brandon tuned in. Yep. <laughs> you are guaranteed an unprepared show when you tune in. Yeah. Um, but we won an award, so shove it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, it's Josh. Oh. What's going on, Josh? 
said in the beginning of the year, I stand by my statement that defensive player of the year goes to Aaron Donald coming out of left field, but you're not wrong. Not surprised. I mean, God, that's a, that's a long conversation. Hold on. Uh, these guys that get nominated are doing great things in the community. It's fantastic. Yes, a hundred percent. I I I love this time of year. I mean, mm-hmm. last last year I spent hours typing up stuff yeah. about the end of the year. So hits me right in the feels thinking about it. Dude, if you just last year when I read through all these people's like their nominations and what NFL.com mm-hmm. had in the website, there was a couple of them that I read. Like I literally it, it dang near brought me to tears some of the stuff that these guys do that you never hear of. Like and I, I, the lack of coverage. I know mm-hmm. NFL Man of the Year, the Walter Payton Award, is a big deal. I know, like, all the time, ESPNFL.com, they talk about it, but they never go into detail. You very rarely hear about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, let's, you got from Atlanta Falcons, Stephen Means. I can almost guarantee nobody even knows who Stephen Means is, what he's done. Mm-hmm. And unless it's brought to them, like on a silver platter, they'll never read about it. Right. So that's what we try to do. That's, you know, we try. So we maybe not on a silver platter. Right. It's like maybe bronze, copper. I was, was going to say paper, but aluminum. Okay. We'll go with <laughs> paper. On a paper plate, you're getting all of your off the field news. <laughs> Six million views every day. Oh. Hey, Sonic Mation 49 from YouTube. What's going on, man? We had our first YouTube comment last week, and now we, we got did, yeah. Nice. We're growing. That's <laughs> <laughs> because they ain't making money on it. Yeah, no, you're right. That's that's very true. Mm-hmm. NFL doesn't make money on man of the year stuff. Our actual off the field MVP. <laughs> Just get off topic as we do. Um, Hayden Hurst of the Atlanta Falcons. I love this one. You know, because my this my this is my con this is my platform. This is what I like to talk mm-hmm. about when I do talk about things. Uh is he he uh where do I start? He's publicly shared his battle with depression multiple times. Hayden Hurst has talked about his battle with depression constantly. And it's led to more than forty five thousand dollars being raised to implement mental health programs in schools and more than fifty people being referred to treatment facilities for help. Um where do I want to start? Here's that unpreparedness part we were talking about. <laughs> the flood of support during the past week generated that $45,000 in donations to the Hayden Hurst Family Foundation, which raises awareness of mental health issues in children and adolescents by funding mental health services and programs. A portion of the funds were used to refer 50 people to those treatment facilities. Um, where's his, his story was in here somewhere. Probably passed it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on December 3rd, there was a video and an article by the Atlanta Falcons where Hayden Hurst spoke about his struggle with depression, the misuse of substances, and his attempted suicide in 2016. The video has been viewed nearly 7 million times on the Falcons platform alone and reshared by countless others. This is not the first time Hayden Hurst has shared his inspiring testimony. The courage shown in this instance helped empower those experiencing similar struggles that it's okay not to be okay. And a generation that grew up being told... You know, don't cry like you're a man. Don't show feelings. Mm-hmm. Same goes with the women of our generation as well. It's just like where emotion has been 
It's what you keep that keep that ish inside you. No one wants to hear about it. That's it's a filthy lie that we've been fed. Don't believe it. It's okay not to be okay. Absolutely. Talk to someone. You can talk to us. This is yeah. the comment section right over here. You shoot us a DM. Do whatever you want, man. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah, definitely. And Rapid Dave just jumped over to YouTube and said he just subscribed as well. <laughs> Love the show and the content. Hey, first time hey. from you. Hey, thanks for the sh- thanks for the sub. I love his new logo though. Yeah. Does that look familiar to you? The little the Rapid Dave logo. Is that I can't see it very well on my screen. Oh. I was gonna say, does that design remind you of anything? I I implore you to uh re- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's clever. He says, talk to someone, seek help. It's absolutely okay not to feel okay. Yes. 100%. And there's great services out there. All you got to do is look. If you can't afford or get to a real therapist, there's online help. There's a, there's actually a website called betterhelp.com. I think it's a .com. Betterhelp.com where you can get like a mentor, therapist kind of person, mm-hmm. coach online. You just like meet them on the phone or do like video chat, stuff like that. That's a great resource. There's options out there. So I implore everyone to learn about that. It's okay to not be okay. All right. Now we got that out of there. Is there anything that Durf's not digging? Because that's the next banner in line. No. Oh, I got something I'm not digging. What's that? Hold on. Looky here, folks. <laughs> and I've just put up the banner, Moran Talks Morons. <laughs> hey, if you got a problem with Sarah Fuller being on the field and squibbing a kick and kicking two extra points and making both of them, and you have a problem that that's discussed because it's a historic event, you know, go back and live under the rock you came from. No one wants to hear it from you. No one cares to hear your negative opinions. No one wants to hear your sexist opinions. Nobody wants to hear the fact that you don't you don't want her to get hurt playing with the boys. Shut up. Shut up. She's kicking footballs for a Power 5 school. Granted, that school has not won a football game this season. <laughs> That's not her fault. <laughs> she had nothing to do with that. The team just just terrible. Vanderbilt, I think, right? Mhm. Yep. Yeah, if you have a problem with Sarah Fuller, you got a problem with me. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you, there you go. Let's jump into some Week 14 recap. I just remembered about that too. That I was fired up yesterday about that. Mm. Some of those people. <clears throat> Thursday night's game, Week 14 recap. Now that we got like all this fun stuff out of the way, let's get serious and talk football. Yeah, the Rams, Rams had their <laughs> Rams had their way. Oh, they did. Fire in the chat from Brandon. Yeah, um, I found it funny just because the Patriots stayed in L.A. because they dismantled the Chargers, completely dismantled the Chargers, forty-five nothing. Mm-hmm. Turn it around a couple of days later, they stayed in L.A. Play the Rams, and they get dismantled. Now. I realized 45 to nothing. Wow, that's a big deal. Holy cow, 45 nothing. But Cam Newton did not play well in that game still. 
when they beat the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When they lose 24 to 3, Cam Newton still wasn't good. I uh I yeah. I don't even want to say I'm concerned about Cam Newton. I don't even want to say that because I I I don't have concerns anymore because I was skeptical the entire time. Skeptical right. the entire time. It's just looking more like Cam Newton is just not a quarterback anymore. I don't know if that's because yeah. it's a new offense for him with Bill Belichick. Things just haven't worked out. It's the lack of talent. He's not even running well anymore. He's doing nothing well. Mm-hmm. That offense is got to be close to bottoms of the league especially as of late they played well early in the year and then he got COVID and just since then oh my god um that each week it looks like it's just harder and harder to see him as the quarterback of the future for new england maybe anywhere at all but then on the other side of the ball cam Akers, did he break the record for a rookie or is that still held i know they brought up the Mm -hmm. number from was it barry Barry Sanders. I'm not too sure about. He had a heck of a day, 171 rushing yards. Whether it was the record or not, single mm-hmm. game rushing yards for a rookie, 171 yards is a lot for anybody. Yeah, it is. Unless your name's Derrick Henry. That's that's just like another day in the office. But <laughs> for anyone else, 171 yards is a lot, especially for yeah. a rookie. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, it was just, just kind of ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty lopsided and yeah, the Rams are, you know, they're they're, you know, they're kind of coming into form for the at the right time and you know, the Patriots are just uh not the Patriots anymore and they're just falling apart and you know. I mean, I, I think we questioned it pretty heavily back in July when Cam Newton signed with the Patriots and it's like kind of like why? Like cuz you're going to try and like weasel your way through the playoffs again, think trying to think it's everything's hunky dory, but it's not. Like the New England Patriots this is where you're seeing how much Tom Brady meant to that system that they use with Josh McDaniels because they didn't change a ton of, uh, you know, personnel on the field. Um, you know, you had the opted out players, it was a, which was a quite a bit for the defense, but that offense should still be fine with the court, with, with what, no matter what quarterbacks out, out there because of the system. So clearly Tom Brady has a little bit of, a little bit of influence on that system, making it work. And Cam Noon does not have the right amount of influ- the right influence that is needed for this Patriots offense. Yeah, we all knew Bill Belichick wasn't going to be changing his team to accommodate Cam Noon. Right. Like we've played quarterback with Tom Brady for twenty years, and we've won Super Bowls. You're going to accommodate to us? Well, he <laughs> didn't have the ability to. Nope. Got a ways to go, but how about them Ravens, though? Oh, yeah. I'm not buying it. We'll talk. We'll get to that. Lurk mode. Hanging with the wife. Tell the wife I said hi. (laughs) Lurk mode activated. Yeah, ugly game from Thursday. But then we get into Sunday. Last week without Saturday football, by the way. Exciting times. Just yeah. more just more days where I have to sit down and watch football. The wife's going to love that. <laughs> like, what do you mean there's games on a Saturday now? It was already weird with COVID. What do you mean there's a football game tonight? What are you doing on a Tuesday? It's Wednesday. Why are we watching football? Yeah, this was just... 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened here. I, I couldn't tell you. It's, this is why football is like the greatest sport ever. Mm-hmm. I, nobody can explain this. Nobody can just, no one can explain how the Bears beat Houston 36 to 7. Nobody can explain why Mr. Biscuit went out and threw three touchdown passes and no interceptions. David Montgomery gained 113 yards and got a touchdown on 11 carries. Deshaun Watson got sacked six times. The leading receiver for Houston was a guy named Chad Hansen. Who's Chad Hansen? He had seven catches for 56 yards. Who's Chad Hansen? Who is that? (laughs) No clue. I can almost guarantee this guy's never caught a pass in an NFL game before today or Sunday. Mm -hmm. That might be wrong. I've never heard this guy's name in my entire life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah this game was I, I didn't see any of this game but you know I was keeping track of it watching some of the other early games wow yeah. some of the highlights some of the little highlights I saw the Chicago just went to town that a day they just decided you know what we're sick of losing let's just play football today just once I feel like winning today let's do it like and it's it's why they went five and one to start the season. They mm-hmm. know how to play football. They know what they're doing. Yep. I at to some degree, this team knows what they're doing. <laughs> the defense is not terrible. They still have Allen Robinson. David Montgomery is mm-hmm. a good running back, but they can never put it together on the field mm-hmm. until until today or Sunday for some reason. Thirty six points. The defense had six sacks. Like I said, just. Everything went right for the Bears. They just clicked on all cylinders. And the Texans complete opposite. Time for a rebuild in Houston. That team is a mess. I heard one guy trying to argue that that's a an intriguing coaching position to have. Like, this is a good job. This is a job you want. You have Deshaun Watson. You can do whatever you want. You have... No draft picks for the future, at least for the next two mm-hmm. years. You have almost nothing. You have no capital. You have no cap space. You have no draft picks. You have nothing, sir. You win nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> that is Willy Wonka for those wondering. Oh. Houston is hot garbage. And Deshaun Watts stuck there. He has to just deal with it because he got paid. He ain't yep. going nowhere. <laughs> no, nope. he ain't going nowhere. It's <laughs> still, <laughs> still lurking. <laughs> lurk, lurk with a beer. <sighs> God, what a game! Yeah, I didn't watch much of that game either, though. Just red zoning it, you know. Yeah, they show me things. I just watch highlights here and there. Uh, Dallas and Cincinnati was another bad one. Mm-hmm. It was just turnovers. That's all it was. The Bengals yeah. lost three fumbles on their first three drives. One was returned for a fumble six. And I'm pretty sure Dallas scored off of at least one other of those fumbles. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at the stats. No stats jumped out at you. Like No one played particularly well in this game, but a lot of Bengals played poorly. Hence the fumbles. But, you know, Andy Dolan threw two touchdowns, and outside of that, I mean, it really wasn't nothing. They can go, wow, Dallas has really turned it around. No, it was just 
they took advantage of the turnovers. The defense played well. Mm-hmm. The offense still struggled at times. Zeke Elliott is just. We just got done talking about Chris. Let me just get this out here again. We say it almost every week. Don't pay your running backs again. <laughs> Don't pay them. You use them up, you chew them yeah. up, you spit them out. That's the harsh reality of the NFL. You do not pay your running backs again. I thought Christian McCaffrey was the exception. I was even wrong there. Alvin Kamara is looking like an exception. He's playing still. He's playing well. Mm-hmm. But Zeke Elliott has... He got paid, and he hasn't done a dang thing since he got paid. Trust me, he's on my he's on my fantasy team. He ain't done a dang. Thing. <laughs> That's why I'm like four and nine or whatever my record. That's what is. he gets for holding out. Yeah, he got paid, but he is playing like hot garbage. Hey, it's Ryan Francis. To from oh. the let's do a podcast podcast. Nice. I think that's the name of it. I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. I'm like yeah. 99% sure. But yeah, any any other comments there? It's, it's um, a hot mess. Yeah, Dale survived a hot mess express <laughs> over the Bengals. I think if Burrow was playing in this game, the Bengals oh. probably would have made it 10 times closer, if not won this game. 100%. There's no more offense. There's right. no... Like, before, like... Joe Burrow's getting 300 yards a game, 250, 300 mm-hmm. yards passing a game. I don't, I don't think they've had an offense like that. That this dude will bring this team wherever he wants to bring them. Joe Burrow's that talented. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he comes back healthy. Hopefully, yes. You know what's funny about this is I, I in my betting article that I write now weekly. Yeah, I, I pick three games, and then I pick like three bets off of those games. I took Cincinnati to beat Dallas because main my main reason was because of their turnover margins. Dallas was producing a lot of turnovers. They were giving the ball away. Cincinnati was not giving the ball away. That's literally what I wrote about, and they give up three fumbles on their first three drives. Yeah. Oh. This is why I don't bet, folks. <laughs> this is why it's, I just I, my betting article is called Non-Better's Guide to Betting. So take my article with a grain of salt. Giving all of you, but hanging with the wife, so it's sound off for me. Hey, thanks for the view. Still watching. Yeah. Appreciate that, brother. Enjoy your time with the wife. We're in double-digit likes, too. Oh, wow. That's a new one for us, I think. That's that's pretty rare. It's been, an, awesome. act, it's been an active night. Yeah. Appreciate all the love. All the oh, love yeah. and support. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got? What else is up? Oh, we got the Chiefs in Miami. Oh, yeah, we do. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. it was a good game that turned into not a good game that turned back into a good game. <laughs> if you want to, if you want a pretty easy breakdown of how that game went, yeah. Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions. Two of them were tipped. That's, mm-hmm. but they were still intercepted. So it's, Give it a give it a rest. We know they were tipped. Technically, it's interceptions. It's still an interception. He could have thrown a better ball, so it wasn't tipped. There you go. <laughs> but he still had three interceptions. The Dolphins' defense is really good, and they didn't even have Kyle Van Noy in this game, mm-hmm. which which they mentioned about fifty times during the broadcast. As soon as soon as like Patrick Mahomes completed a pass, if the Chiefs picked up a first down, oh well. 
if Kyle Van Noy was in there, who was out with a hip injury today, he <laughs> that's that was the entire broadcast. It was annoying as all hell. But if if he was in there, maybe maybe the Miami could have pulled this off. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. It was a very close game. It all came down to uh, I think they actually had the onside kick at the end of the game. Did not recover. My big takeaway from this game: Travis Kelsey, another hundred yard performance. And since DK Metcalf was pulled in the third quarter of the Seahawks Jets game, he didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to really, you know, keep up with Kelsey. So Travis Kelsey is actually now the leading receiver by yardage in the league. Oh, in case you, uh, in case, in case people listening or watching don't know, <laughs> Travis Kelsey's a tight end. <laughs> He's leading. The lead in receiving yards, and he's a tight end. He's had five straight years of a thousand yards receiving, which is a record for tight ends. Mm. Complete insanity. The dude is a monster, right up there with the greats. If not, well, he says a while, and you can't call someone the greatest until they retire, I think, or at least at least give this guy a couple more years. But man, this Mm. guy is. He's he's reaching for greatness, that's for sure. Definitely, yeah. It's a it's surprising, but not surprising. He's leading and receiving yards right now because it's just the way that that system works. It's he's in a great position. I mean, oh yeah, you have all these speedsters on the outside opening mm-hmm. up the field, and he's just sitting there in the middle, just waiting to catch things. He's yep. he's too athletic for linebackers. Mm-hmm. And if the safeties don't double cover Travis, then they're going to hit Tyreek, McColl, or Sammy over top. Yep. You're right. He is talented, though, and that's why linebackers oh, yeah, can't cover him. It's not like you can throw you know, Jacob Hollister in that offense from Seattle or right. Tyler Croft from Buffalo. Like They're not yep. going to succeed in that offense unless you got some talent. Right. So we don't want to take anything away from Travis, but, yes, he is in a very good system to succeed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Miami is struggling right now, and even you know, two as a rookie still, he's still growing. But Miami's offense has gotten bit severely by the injury bug right now, and they just lost Devontae Parker. Um, yeah, with a the, leg I think yeah, leg or I think hamstring or something. But uh, yeah, that's not not good right now when. The Dolphins, you know, this is not the time you want your players to be getting injured. I take that care of that in the beginning of the year. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's a great, it was a great story when they were they were on fire for a while there, and then you know, throw two in there, and, you know, you accept the growing pains, and I don't know. I mean, even two is banged up a little bit with the ankle. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how the Dolphins finish the season off. They Hopefully are in this. They are in the seventh spot right now, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with all the injuries, the way things are just going, Tua hasn't. You know, like you said, growing pains. This is rookie year. He's coming off a major injury. His team's not the greatest on offense, talent wise. I've kind of. I, I don't know. Even if they make the playoffs, it's obviously a one and done. You, I would think. Right, it, it, I think it's as far as that defense will take them. Mm-hmm. 
I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if the offense can keep up with anyone, especially in the AFC. I mean, if they ended right now, they'd end up playing the Steelers, I think. That's not a good time. No. That's not going to be a good time for Tua. So, and if, you know, if the Bills jump to the second seed, they'll be the Dolphins and the Bills. That's not going to be a good time. If they make the playoffs, they'll be out in the first round. Yeah, TJ just took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. What else we got on the docket? The Cardinals beat the Giants. Yeah, I was a little surprised, but not surprised or more shocked about Arizona's defense. Holy cow. Yeah, I don't think – I still think the Cardinals' offense has problems. Mm -hmm. I don't think they perform particularly well in this game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that Cardinals defense, the the Cardinals could have scored eight points and would have been fine. Obviously, the end score would have been eight to seven. Uh, that's not really what I'm saying. The offense could have had a worse day than they did because mm-hmm. of what the defense was able to do. Hassan Reddick, five sacks, three forced fumbles in this game. That's um, that's a hugely impressive stat right there for for one person. I'm pretty sure they said that was the franchise record for most sacks in a game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that beats a lot of franchises' single sack records for a game. Single game oh, record. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, not just the Cardinals. Five sacks. But it's <laughs> not, you have to, like, it's the five sacks. That's amazing. And then when he gets those sacks, along with other tackles, it's mm-hmm. three, four. So he's getting the ball out, too. What a performance. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure he went up against the rookie Andrew Thomas in this matchup. Andrew Thomas, uh, I was this close to giving him praise last week because mm-hmm. he played very well last week when they played the Seahawks. He's been playing well recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hassan Reddick took him to town. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of performance that'll get you mm-hmm. benched. But they're not going to bench him. This giant season's no. over. It's going to ride yeah. with it. Um, yeah, that's about it for that. There's really nothing else to talk about. Mm-hmm. Giants suck. Well, they sucked. Uh, I thought they were going to put Colt McCoy in at some point. I thought at the half with the way the offense was performing that they might put Colt back in there. Yeah. See if they can get some kind of a spark, but they just wanted to ride Danny Dimes. That's fine. Hmm. Boy, oh boy. This one's going to hurt some feelings. <laughs> Got any Vikings fans out there? Any Vikings fans want to speak for your team or forever hold your peace? Uh, Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey, come on down. Uh, he left 10 points off the board. Still, it would only have been 26 to 24 as long as, you know, the Vikings weren't in position to kick a game-winning field goal at the end of the game to maybe, maybe win at 27 mm-hmm. to 26. Yep. But, yeah, he left 10 points off the board. That's not good. Three missed field goals and an extra point. That's really (laughs) Tampa didn't. I mean, the Vikings were in control of this game Mm -hmm. from the start. They were running all over Tampa. Kirk Cousins was slinging it. They got six points. They got the touchdown, missed extra point. All right, it's fine. It happens. They continue to dominate the entire first half. Missed field goal, missed field goal, missed. F- oh my god! And then Tampa Bay just slowly works through. They start clicking on offense, mm-hmm. and they all they needed was one touchdown. They took the lead, and then they just they just steamrolled from there. Dan Bailey, 
gave Tampa Bay momentum. I, I, I yeah. would, I believe that because after every missed kick, they're just like, all right, we're still in it. Let's go and do it. And they just started clicking. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan Bailey not making those kicks is what more than likely helped this defense, you know, start to show, you know, the level of performance that we expected out of them. Cause they've been struggling a little bit lately. Oh Yeah. And you know that was a that was a, a give me confidence booster from Dan Billy. He gave them a nice Christmas gift. Yeah, all the momentum. Dan Bailey is just like, yeah, um, here you go. I'm gonna shift my own team's momentum because they were dominating time of possession, mm-hmm. yardage for the uh, Vikings offense was just doing whatever they wanted, except scoring touchdowns. They this when they got near the red zone, <laughs> they couldn't quite put, punch it in. Uh huh. That's just sad. I I would I would say Dan Bailey single handedly lost that game because Davin Cook still went over a hundred yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Man, this is shocker number two of the week. This is I didn't see this one coming. This ended up being like pretty close to a game of the week if the Ravens Browns game didn't happen. Drew Locke. Does anyone know who Drew Locke plays for? Anyone out there? Does anyone remember the team that Drew Locke plays for? Yes, that's the Denver Broncos quarterback, in case anyone forgot. Uh, Drew Locke, the egregious four touchdown passes on 20 of 27 passing for 280 yards. Two of them went to K.J. Hamler, one to Tim Patrick, and another to Nick Van Nets. This, folks, this this was John Elway's wet dream. This is what he wanted. This is what John Elway envisioned. An explosive offense using rookie wide receivers that they drafted, K.J. Hamler, Tim Mm -hmm. Patrick. I'm pretty sure Tim Patrick was drafted by them one or two years ago. This is what he wanted, and it happened for one game. It happened. He got – this this will cement – this single game will cement next season – not changing anything they do. Yep. They'll put this one on film and be like, look, look what look what we can do. <laughs> it, it can happen. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to change anything. That's this. I guarantee it. So Drew Locke will be the quarterback moving forward. They might beef up their secondary, get some offensive line help, and mm-hmm. that's all they'll do in the offseason, and it'll just be another disaster moving forward into 2021. Calling it right now. This is not sustainable. Right. They haven't yeah. done this all year. They haven't done it all year. Granted, mm-hmm. it's, there's been some injury problems. They haven't shown that they can produce this on a weekly basis. And maybe they start yeah. clicking. If they finish the season like this, mm-hmm. I'll I'll bring it back up again. I'll have this discussion again. But they haven't been able to do it. They didn't do it last year. They didn't do it this year until this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see much of this game at all, but I was very surprised, you know, seeing it in the third, you know, early fourth quarter, and I'm like, what is Carolina doing? Like, I was, like, surprised because, you know, we both picked Carolina to take this game, and I was like, what? How were the Panthers not winning right now? I mean, they came, you know, they worked their way back to, you know, make it close-ish, but... Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest storyline here is that Denver offense. 
And I don't know. It was, I, it, I can't explain it. <laughs> no one can. I mean, because <laughs> this was the other game that I put a bet on. Well, I mm-hmm. wrote about. I said it was going to be the under at 44 and a half. Because mm-hmm. I, Denver has scored over 22 points three times this year. We're in week 14, folks. Well, now it's now it's four times, but it was three times previously. Their offense has been anemic, mm-hmm. so it is shocking. I'm, I'm, and then you know I picked the under because Carolina was missing DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, a couple pieces, so I didn't think they'd be able to produce offense as well, which they didn't for the most part. They scored a little, they scored some points late, but I saw it's another bet I lost. I went zero and three on the article, in case anyone was wondering. It's great. It's real. It's a real. It's a real winner right there. But, yeah, shocking game. Uh, TJ says week fourteen recap. The Browns got or the the, the Cowboys finally won a game. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, they feel good to beat Cincinnati with their backup quarterback in there. No Joe Mixon. It's got a. It's a moral victory. How's that? <laughs> there you go. I want to know more about Durf's pop collection and tell the Bills to give the Cowboys back Cole Beasley. No, we're keeping Cole. <laughs> keeping him forever. <laughs> Pay him whatever he wants. He ain't going anywhere. Yeah. What do you got for pops back there? Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, I only have seven right now. Uh, you know, I asked for some more. America. Yeah, so I have... Oh, let's see here. Obviously, Josh Allen. Oh, there's a Josh the Bills. Allen... Okay. Then we go Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Very nice. Then we have Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Because, you know, it's like my second favorite movie ish of Marvel. Although uh, that, although he ended the universe by punching Thanos. Okay. That's fine. He's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we go to Civil War edition of Captain America. Ooh. Then. Nice. My bottom three here are Justice League Flash. Okay. Um, if I had to pick a DC character, he's kind of the guy I go to. I don't know why. I just I like that storyline. It's pretty good. Um, then I have the original Captain America outfit. And then on the far right, I have Simba from Lion King. Simba from Lion King? Yep. I was wondering what the yellow was. I was trying to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I thought maybe it was Pikachu for a moment. No, nope. He went, he went Lion King there. All right. So, I think that's but, the first time we've ever covered your pop collection on this show. I think so. You know, hopefully in a couple of weeks I'll have maybe one or two more there. Ooh, I've always thought about it, but I'm, that's yeah. a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. I can because <laughs> I know as soon as I start, I won't be able to stop because I've yeah. looked at them before. It's tempting. <laughs> so tempting. Very specific about which ones I get. So. Like, see, I, I saw one that's Captain America with the half shield with Molnir. Uh huh. God, I wanted that so bad. So good. <laughs> so good. The Titans beat the Jaguars. I mean, Derrick Henry, this is what we've been talking about a couple, couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's just doing what he does late in seasons. He did it last year and he's doing it again. 215 yards on 26 carries, two touchdowns. A.J. Brown had a really good one-handed touchdown catch. It was like, it was really cool. Uh, and he also had 112 yards to go along with that. And I have to admit that I hate being wrong, but the Titans can 100% get a playoff spot this year. 
And the way they're playing right now, if Derrick Henry can indeed play as well as he did last year at this point in the season, there's mm-hmm. no reason why they couldn't get back to the AFC Championship game. They can do whatever. Like Derrick Henry, he'll just do what he wants at this point. This is just how he performs late mm-hmm. in the season. He, he just has a body that don't quit. I don't understand. I don't know how it works, but <laughs> dude's got Michael's secret stuff over there if you watch Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just looking I was just looking at, you know, Henry's stats here. You know, he's averaging eight yards a carry. Yeah. So he's almost getting a first down every time he runs the ball. TJ's got to go. Dinner with the family. Have a great show. Cowboy Super Bowl champs 2022. Okay. I was on board with three out of four of those sentences. That last one, you lost me. Have a good dinner. See you later, man. Um. Yeah, but that's like if you think about the way Derrick Henry runs. Let's say he just mm-hmm. runs up the middle, just for fun. Let's say he just runs up the middle. He runs into the pile. So let's say he gets a two-yard gain just by running straight. Mm-hmm. His body then creates a shock wave that pushes people back another two yards. <laughs> so that's four-yard gain. And then let's say he just gets you know most running backs just get stood up right there. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry is a god among men. So he kind of just, he doesn't get stood up. He keeps churning forward for, let's say, just another yard or two. And then mm-hmm. when he's going to the ground, he falls forward and reaches the ball out. Eight yards, every run. That's what he's doing. That's just up the middle. The dude's unstoppable. Yeah. And I hate, I hate, I hate being wrong. I'm not a guy. I'll admit when I'm wrong. I just don't like being wrong. Yeah. Hey, Jay's in the chat. Beer's in the chat from Jay. Nice. Welcome to the show. I think I see a Cowboys hat in that profile picture. Maybe. It's a star. I can see a star. I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> one one Cowboys fan just left and one entered. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Titans are a really good football team. Oh, yeah. I think uh, they would... You know they're looking at the fourth at the fourth spot right now in the playoffs. So they got the tiebreaker with the Colts. Yep. So that'd be uh interesting so, to see what the wild card ends up being there for sure. So well, right now they'd be playing the Browns at the five uh, spot. Browns at five. Wow, what a game that would be! Two average quarterbacks going at it, but. A couple of very good run. Nick Chubb versus Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. What a game that would be. Oh, wait. We already saw that. We did. <laughs> but it would be a playoff game. So it would be even better. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> what a sight that would be to see it in the playoffs, not the regular season. There we go. We just got to reward it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Colts. I think this is this is probably why the Raiders fired the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I think so. If you have Jonathan Taylor, a rookie, run for 150 yards and two touchdowns on you and then let the dinosaur Phillip Rivers throw an extra two touchdowns, yeah, it's probably time to figure out a new strategy. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they just they they dominated the game. It was kind of close for a little while, and then Derek Carr throws a pick six, and then things just things just started unraveling around the third quarter for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And and we talked about it earlier. Josh Jacobs, I I strongly believe he's not a hundred percent. He's being forced out there while they try and make a playoff push because they're on the outside looking in, and it's not looking good. Josh, Derek Carr threw two interceptions. <sighs> I just I feel like it's fall it's falling apart, like like you said before. I don't yeah. like what I don't like. I'm, I'm done with the Raiders for the season. I said that earlier, kind of just over them. Don't want it no more. Mm. The Colts, I'm still not sure. <laughs> We're heading into Week 15. I still don't know what the Colts are. I have no idea what to think of the Colts. Maybe that's supposed. To, maybe that's what they are, though. Maybe we're just not supposed to know what to think of the Colts and they just go out and do things. Well, they're probably a good team, but I have bias because <laughs> I said they're not going to be good. So I'm trying to stick yeah. to my guns. Yeah. But they're looking decent. T Y Hilton had a heck of a game. Go mm-hmm. sports. Ryan Francis, go sports. Indeed. Go sports. But Rob Lowe over here. <laughs> I don't, I don't want the Colts to be good because I don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Again, but yeah, it's not. They did well. They performed well this season. They beat the Titans in one of those games. They split the series with the Titans. Yeah, there. I feel like it's a good game here, a good game there, a bad game there. You know, they're just kind of all over the place. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're they're not consistent enough yet. And did Phil Rivers sign a one or two year deal? I think two. Was it two? I think so. But according to Frank Reich, Philip Rivers has like years still. Oh, Jesus. I don't think it's plural, but, you know, I think Frank's a little on something there. It's not It's not plural. It's single. Singular. I like the hot take that Carson Wentz could be a cult. Follow Frank Reich. Get out of Philadelphia. He would probably play 10 times better. 100%. He loves Frank. I feel like that'd yeah. be a good fit. But it's just a matter of if they keep riding with Phillip or not. That's a big gamble to take. The way Carson's been yeah. playing, he's injury prone. Phillip mm-hmm. Rivers might not be the greatest quarterback, but at least he's, you know, he brings stability to the position, I guess I'll say. Right. You, know, you, you put him in there and it's like, all right, we got Phillip Rivers. He's been playing for like 17, 18 years. Like, we have Phillip Rivers. Like, you're pretty mm-hmm. secure at that position, but he is getting old. Mm-hmm. This the Seahawks beat the Jets forty to three. The Seahawks put their backups in with about two minutes left in the third quarter. And the backups, I mean, when I'm talking about backups, the entire team was backups. I mean, running back, quarterback, offensive line, no starters played. Well, Geno like, in the game. Yeah, Geno Smith took an over a quarter worth of snaps. Wow. And they still and the Jets left starters in. Let me be clear. The Jets left starters in. <laughs> and the Seahawks backups beat the Jets 3 nothing. That's all I got to say That's... about that. I mean, there's nothing else you can say. I mean, it's it, it's a game no. that happened. It it happened and the Jets are just going con- 0-13 now. Yep. God bless Jets fans. I'll pray for you. I found this one interesting. Yeah. 
I think this, the score doesn't completely do it justice because the Lions would have had to onside. They had to onside kick. They had like three seconds on the clock. The Green Bay Packers beat the Lions 31-24. Aaron Rodgers had four total touchdowns on the day, three passing, one rushing. But it's just whenever these two play, mm-hmm. it just seems like the Packers can't break away. Like The Lions are not a good team. As much as some people might want them to be or think they are secretly a good team, they're not. All right. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of injuries this year, especially like their number one wide receiver hasn't played all year. But the Packers always seem to struggle when they play them. <laughs> like I mean, it was wasn't it just last year? The Packers never had a lead until the game was over. They would they kick game winning field goals last year, mm-hmm. both games. Yeah. It's just weird. But Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback, wide receiver, tandem in the league. No debate. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are very good, but they're not quite. They're, they're not, not quite, quite there yet. Nah. I'm not even going to argue with it. I, Rodgers Adams is a great QB wide receiver tandem right now. And they're probably they're the best in the league right now. But Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are going to put, you know, they're going to. It's it's there. They're right there. Yeah. I mean, when Rodgers throws, they're it's like their brains are connected. Mm-hmm. Rodgers throws that ball and Adams is just like, yep, this is where I'm gonna get it. Like it's gotta be in this spot. Like I know exactly where he's gonna throw. Even if it's a scramble, like I, he knows I wanna go over this way. Like, he, they're just they're right. intertwined. They're it's beautiful what those two guys can do together. It's a touchdown and over hundred yards every game. It, it's yeah. every game. And and defenses know that's what's going to happen. Defenses know it's Rodgers and Adams, but they can't stop it. No one can stop it. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carefully, you might hurt my boy Allen's feelings talk and crap about his Lions. <laughs> <laughs> if Allen was in here, I guess you're uh, some strikeout beer fans as well. Um, nice. If Allen was in here, he could defend his Lions, but he's not here. So I don't know what to tell you. They had a couple of good, a couple of good touchdowns. I mean, they had, I saw highlights I saw, but they did. It's just the Packers. It's it's a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down with the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Even when the Lions had their zero and sixteen season, mm-hmm. like they were in a lot of those games. Like they were probably the best zero and sixteen team there has been. There's only been two. Actual 0 and 16 teams. It's been a couple of winless teams, but mm-hmm. between the Browns and the Lions, the Lions were the better team. They had a lot of close matchups in that season. Like one possession games were a lot of their losses in that 0 and 16 season. That's just how they've always been. Granted, they can win a few of those these years, but right. they've always been that team that just can't close out games. They're just they're just missing that like they're because they finally got a running game this year. But Matthew Stafford and Kenny Galladay haven't been healthy. And now their defense is mm-hmm. missing a lot of pieces. They got rid of Darius Slay. They have a lot of missing pieces on defense now. There's always something missing. Always. Mm-hmm. And it's it's got to be frustrating for Lions fans. I get it. I get it. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, the Saints beat the Eagles. Or nope, that's wrong. The Eagles beat the Saints. <laughs> I read it left to right. Yep. I read that wrong. The Eagles beat the Saints. 24 to 21. Now, I'll tell you what, a lot of uh, a lot of Eagles players defended Carson Wentz. 
saying, mm-hmm. you know, that's our guy. That's our guy. We don't, you know, we if he's in there, we're fighting for him. But Jalen Hurts gets in there. This team just felt different. Yeah. If you want to talk about giving a spark to your team to go against the number one defense in the league the past five weeks, mm-hmm. beat them. My goodness. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent sure of his stats. Pretty sure he had one touchdown, maybe one interception. I know he had a fumble, but Miles Sanders played his best game of the season. Mm-hmm. The defense played their best game of the season, had five sacks on Taysom Hill, and they the defense literally made the Saints do what they didn't want to do. They had to throw the ball with Taysom Hill. And guess what? Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> In case you were wondering. Taysom Hill, if your game plan is Taysom Hill dropping back and throwing it, that's not going to work. Because that that deal, the front seven for the Eagles is where their strength is, and mm-hmm. it showed. So they had a very good game on defense, a above-average game on offense, and Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders led the way. And and uh, this last piece here, the Eagles sent the Eagles secondary. They lost like three players during the game, one of them for the season now. And Taysom Hill still couldn't take advantage of that. <laughs> Taysom Hill's not a quarterback, folks. My parents came in. <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly. Big week for Eagles fans. Oh, yeah. Big week for Eagles fans. Yeah, it is big for the Eagles run game, especially. Um, I forget the stat right now. But the Saints had not been giving up, you know, 100-yard games oh, no. to running backs or any kind of rushers. And instead, they gave up two 100-yard uh, rushing days for Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. And man, did Miles Sanders have a great run along that sideline. Just He just yeah. took off. And I was like, and that's man. what he has. He has speed, but that offensive line can't make holes for him. No. It's tough. It's been tough sledding for Miles Sanders this season. It's mm-hmm. nice to see him break one. Oh yeah, but uh, I guess that's where majority of his yardage came from. <laughs> it was like eighty yards. Yeah, probably. Um, but I think it's a. I don't know. I think I think it's a. You know, it's a great spark for the Eagles right now because clearly Jalen Hurts has you know more upside than Carson Wentz does right now, and you know, you know, I hope I hope they ride with Jalen Hurts the rest of the season. You know, just really see what we got, what they have here, and who knows? Could be a better end, up, better turnout for the end of the season than they thought. Now, you gave Carson Wentz his fair shake. Mm-hmm. You've given him three-fourths of the season, and he's done nothing with it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to put him back in anymore. And Doug Peterson tried trolling us. He said in his post-game conference, I don't know who the starter is moving forward. I have to evaluate. Yeah, like less than 24 hours later as Jalen Hurts was starter for the next week. Like, <laughs> let's, cal- let's calm down, Doug. Your team just beat the Saints. We know who the starter is moving forward. <laughs> the Falcons at the Chargers. This this one bring, brings me back to when the Bills played the Chargers. This one hurt my head. Yeah. At The end of the game is coming. It's tied. The Chargers have the ball. Justin Herbert is going to try and win the game for the Chargers. Oh, my 
God, he threw an interception. Oh, my God. The Chargers are going to do it again. They're going to lose the game at the last second. It's just, oh, they had a chance to win. Oh, my God. Matt Ryan just gave it back to him. Oh, my God. The Chargers just won the game. It's kind of like what it was when the, when the Bills played him, right? It's like. The bill, like Josh Allen threw an interception. Oh, Justin Herbert just gave it right back to him. Well, the Bills just gave it right back to the Chargers. That's what happened in this one. Oh, Justin Herbert. Oh, Matt Ryan just gave it right back to him. And the Chargers won the ball game. Matt Ryan had three interceptions on the day. That's like historically bad for him. Yeah. It's a bad day for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has to go at the end of this season, in my opinion. It, it has mm-hmm. to end. It, I don't. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe doesn't have to. He doesn't have to go. But you have to have an alternative plan ready to go. You need a backup. You need to draft a quarterback now. Yeah. I'm, I was shocked they didn't do it last season. That they didn't mm-hmm. draft a quarterback last year. Yeah. This is if they don't do it this year, they're going to put this team in a tough spot. Does Matt Ryan? If Matt Ryan doesn't play well next year, oh. Because that that franchise is going to be knocking on the door of Arthur Blank. Hey, bud, what's the future plan here? Because right now they don't have one. No, no, they're you know new head coach. You know they're entering that rebuild, that rebuild time. They're I mean I feel like the Falcons are especially entering rebuild. They just you just kind of rip the bandaid off and you know just start over. Yeah, I know it sucks. Every team goes through it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a crappy time. I mean, the Seahawks went. I went through it. I went to the Super Bowl with Matt Hasselbeck and Sean Alexander. Guess what? Everything good comes to an end. And next thing you know, we're running the ball. We got Tavares Jackson and Charlie Whitehurst. It sucks. Every team goes through it, but it's the Falcons' turn. Mm-hmm. Beers in the chat from Brandon. He's still lurking, putting yourself to sleep over there. Says Brandon. It, it wasn't sleep. It was frustration. <laughs> that game was just that was hard to watch to just watch Matt Ryan give the ball back to the Chargers as soon as he was Justin Herbert handed them the game and Matt Ryan gave it right back to him it's it's infuriating uh, Jay here scared to play the Eagles if they move forward with Jalen Hurts considering they're the NFC East along with my Cowboys but they have a lot of the same issues we do backup quarterback backup O-line good wide receiver talent eh. Eagles, good wide receiver talent. I'm not sure if though it's – are we going to consider Greg Ward Jr. good wide receiver talent? I'm not sure. And decent running backs. I would switch those. Good running backs, decent wide receiver talent. I would switch yeah. those. Yeah, because we really haven't seen much of Jalen Rager yet. Yeah, he's just kind of – it's like they want to incorporate him in the offense so bad, but they can't. Uh, definitely better defense, but I think that's the new scheme with Mike Nolan. Yeah. Uh, first off, he's trashed. Nobody else in the NFL even wanted him. <laughs> I guess that's true. But uh, yeah, the, the Eagles took a hit not only with their personnel last season and the, well, this after the Super Bowl season, but they lost a lot of their coaches. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we said Frank Reich, he's gone, and they lost Jim Schwartz. That's a big hit. They lost a lot of people. So that sucks. Is is it all Matt Ryan though? Bad defense, star wide receiver can't stay healthy, shaky running back backfield. Yeah, it's it's all a problem. But you can't have an aging quarterback there running the offense anymore. 
it's like Durf yeah. just said, pull the Band-Aid off. Get rid of Todd Gurley. He has arthritis in his knee. He's never going to be healthy again. Get rid of him. Matt Ryan is an aging quarterback who's inconsistent. Get rid of him. Julio Jones can't stay healthy. Get rid of him. You just have to do these things. It sucks. Yep. Every team does it. It's it's time. We should probably burn through some of these here. Probably. Washington beat the 49ers. Washington's defense, look out. Yeah. Washington's defense beat the 49ers. They had a fumble six (laughs) from Chase Young and a pick six to go along with some Dustin Hopkins field goals. The rest of the offense did absolutely nothing. Alex Smith got hurt. God, I hope he's okay. Have you heard anything about Alex Smith? He hurt his surgically repaired leg. Uh, I haven't heard any more details. I heard it was a minor injury. Oh, okay. So I think he is likely to play this weekend. Um, but Dwayne Haskins will be you know, suited up, ready to go, just in case. All right, because that's never good when you hear that his surgically repaired leg is damaged. That's not good. Yeah, I, I saw that on the sideline. They had his, they had that leg wrapped up, and I'm like, oh, that's uh, that's not what we want. No, that's his wife's probably in the stands, like, oh my god, no, not again, <laughs> not again. I will say, I will never draft Julio Jones ever again. Like in fantasy, yeah, no, no, he hasn't. He's never been fantasy relevant. He doesn't catch touchdowns mm-hmm. and like I guess he'll have a couple big games here and there. I feel like he's a little I, I'm sure he had his prime where you'd want him on a fantasy team, but not recently. Uh Buffalo beat the Steelers. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll let you soak it all in. I know I know you couldn't oh, go I, to the game, so that sucks. Oh Just yeah, that Buffalo. was uh that was probably one of the games that really really hurt to not be able to go to because of COVID. Could you imagine how loud that place would have been beating oh, the Steelers man. by the time? Man, insane. Especially when it was like it was there was a little bit of light snow in the air. Oh yeah, bring it on. Oof. Just perfect. Um football weather. Western yeah. New York. Uh let's see. I was glad to see the defense. You know, they they shut down that short passing game that the Steelers like to use because that way uh, Roethlisberger can get the ball out quick. You know, he's he talked about it all game, 2.2 seconds, average release time, snap time for throwing the ball. Talk about uh, that 16 times. Yeah. Let's... So, uh, yeah, the Bills uh, shut it down, and the Steelers did not have a run game with Benny Snell Jr. or James Conner. Um, and, you know, it, it was looking, you know, it was a, a grudge match in the first quarter. It was 0-0. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a low-scoring game. And, you know, I was surprised that he, the Bills even got the 26. Um, but, you know, we, you know, they get that, uh, you know, that momentum-changing pick six from Taron Johnson, you know, getting ending the first half. You know, Allen and Diggs are just – they were connected in that third corner. This was like the third quarter to watch for the Bills because they didn't fall down. They made adjustments and they took advantage of it. You know, Allen hooked up with Diggs so many times in this game. And just to see Diggs like, you know, be the player that he is and fight his way into the end zone like that and get that touchdown, it was just great. I I, I loved it. Um you know, he's got 100 receptions now, so he does have the lead league right now in receptions. Uh, it'll change on Thursday 
when the Chargers play the Raiders because uh, Keenan Allen or Mike Williams have 99. Probably, probably Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen has 99 right now. So, you know, that'll be a back and forth. We're, we'll see for the rest of the season probably. But this Bills team is coming into prime form at the prime time right now. And it's just great to see them, you know, on national televised <laughs> time slots and just play well. You know, I I haven't seen that in years. You know, we saw the Cowboys last year on Thanksgiving and this year, you know, it's just been great. And I'm just soaking it in and enjoying the ride. <laughs> Enjoy it while it should go on for a while. You'd like to think. Yeah. But hopefully like, there's really, I don't want to say there's no end in sight. There's always an end, but this is just getting started. It feels like for the bills. Yeah. I feel I, like the team's generally young. Mm-hmm. They should be able to keep it together. Um, yeah. It's dangerous. And then the Ravens beat the Browns. Lamar Jackson had the poop. <laughs> and then Trace McSorley. How's that? That's got to, you know, Trace McSorley comes in for a pooping Lamar Jackson and tears his ACL. No, it wasn't a tear. Oh, it wasn't? It's just a uh, mild sprain. Oh, okay. Well, so that's good. Trace McSorley he... will be fine, but okay. he still gets injured because Lamar had to go poo. <laughs> he he can he says he's not pooping. I'm not buying there's, it. There's no way you run like that into the locker room in the hallway, and you're not doing that. I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. He says he had cramps. Yeah, those are bowel cramps, bud. Yeah, I'm not buying it. You can't, you can't, you can't fool me, Lamar. There's no defense in this game. No, I mean, this is—it's like living two through 2018 all over again when the Rams-Chiefs game happened. It's the game of the year. They scored a billion points. There's no defense. You can call it the game of the year because it was an explosive game, but you got to be concerned if you're the Browns. Where is Miles Garrett? What just happened to your defense? They had yeah. a couple of players out and missing. I I have Browns fans on my news feed on Facebook. They mm-hmm. their excuses were they were missing defensive players. Mm-hmm. I get it. Guess what? If you allow forty seven points because you're missing one or two players, that's a that's a man. <laughs> that's a problem. That's a little bit of an issue. <laughs> I didn't hear Miles Garrett's name called once. He was non-existent in mm-hmm. this game. And they so they had nine total rushing touchdowns in this game, which I believe Tider broke the NFL record for most rushing touchdowns in a single game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lamar threw for one touchdown pass, which was the one as soon as he got done pooping. Came out of yeah. the locker room and he's like, Oh, you guys need me? All right, here we go. Touchdown pass. <laughs> Took the lead. And then Baker threw two touchdown passes. I guess Trace McSorley's fine, so I won't say that. Um, yeah. It was a good game. Like the ending was exciting. Yeah. I'll give I'll give him that. The ending of the game was very exciting. Justin mm. Tucker hits a 55-yarder like it's his job, which it is his job. Best kicker to ever be. Um, say best kicker ever, but he's a very good kicker. Like I, I don't. Is he the best to ever play? Is he the best kicker to ever be in the game? He's like the most automatic, I think, right now. And like as soon as he went up there to kick it. I forgot who I was taught. I was in Rapid Dave's stream. Mm-hmm. And it, before he even kicked it, I was just like, he's going to make it. I mean, yeah. it's just, there's no there's no world where Justin Tucker misses a game-winning field goal. 
<laughs> it doesn't exist. So pretty much, yeah. The dude is amazing. But yeah, a game was it the game of the year? Maybe. I guess it was exciting. I'll give you that. I don't know if mm-hmm. I thought some of those Seahawks games at the beginning of the year were better than this one. The one where the yeah. Seahawks won it last second against the Vikings, the defensive stand against the Patriots. That was a very good game. Mm-hmm. But this one had a lot of points, so I guess this one makes it. I guess this is game of the year. I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> All right, let's do some predictions to wrap up the show. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't have to go anywhere by the end of this one. I don't have to run away. <laughs> All righty, Thursday night football: Chargers at the Raiders. This one, this one could end either of their seasons. I think. Yeah. Either way, if the Chargers or Raiders lose, I believe this will be the end of their season because mm-hmm. the Raiders are at the ninth spot outside looking in. Char- oh, Chargers have been eliminated. Never mind. They're doing much worse than I thought for some reason. They're <laughs> they're done. Yeah, they're done. If the Raiders lose, their season's over. Yep. So for that strict reason that they're changing mm-hmm. defensive coordinators, their season's on the line, I am taking the Raiders. Yeah, I, I, th- I I'm gonna go with that same storyline too by picking the Raiders. I just that, the Raiders' offense, I think, is more put together than the Falcons' offense. So I would see them doing better against the Chargers. So I think oh, the Raiders have a good shot. I was like, where are you getting the Falcons in this? They're playing the Chargers. What are you talking? About? You brought that <laughs> one back around. All right. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very good. All right, uh, Buffalo at Denver on Saturday. The early the Saturday. Early. Do they have a Saturday theme song for Saturday football? Um, they should. Let's get Mariah Carey or Carrie Underwood up there. Let's get let's get Carrie Underwood to do a Saturday night <laughs> Saturday night football because I know Brandon Rapid Dave he loves Carrie Underwood's. Oh yeah, waiting all day for a Sunday night. Brandon loves that. If he's still lurking, he loves uh, that. I'm taking Buffalo. Easy peasy. Yeah, I think I don't think Denver has explosive offense against the Bills. This Bills defense, you know, coming into form. And the Bills, I think, just keep rolling. So I'm taking Buffalo for sure. Yeah, no chance there. No chance. Sorry, buddies. Carolina at Green Bay. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey looks like he's still not going to play. Take the Packers. Mm-hmm. In in Green Bay as well. In so. Green Bay, in the cold. So, yeah, that's uh, Packers there for sure. I love these easy ones. Yeah. Tampa at the Falcons. Um, I I I doesn't this just seem like the one that that Tampa will lose? It does have that you know let your guard down upset alert. Like kind I, of feeling I feel like it. the Falcons have the ability to bounce back after that loss and beat their division opponent. But then again, Tampa's still fighting for that playoff spot. Mm-hmm. They kind of need it. It's it's Tom Brady time. Let's pull the offense together. Let's get going. I'm taking Tampa. I tried to talk myself out of my own pick, but no, I'm, ta- I'm taking Tampa. No, I, yeah, I feel pretty good with Tampa over, okay. uh, over the Falcons, so. All right. Good to go. All right. Fine. I tried. Uh, 49ers at Dallas. This is a tough one. It is. It's a game that almost doesn't matter to a to a degree. I mean, neither one of these teams are going to be successful this season, whether they make it to right. the playoffs or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I think the 49ers offense has a better shot at succeeding than the Dallas offense does. Yeah. That's where I'm kind of, that's where my pick for the 49ers kind of goes. Is Raheem Mostert healthy? Last I knew, yes. He, he came back into the game. He, he got injured for a moment, but he came back into that game, didn't he? I think so. All right. With Raheem Mostert healthy, I'll take the 49ers. And they're not playing Washington's defense. They're playing Dallas's defense. True. Which Dallas's Much defense isn't as good. So 49ers. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Uh, <laughs> C- run CMC. Biggest running back fantasy bust of this year. By by far, yeah. I Besides mean, he, Saquon Barkley, yeah, yeah. I guess Sa- well, Saquon. Well, that's, a, that's one injury though, too. That's not right. CMC like pulls at your heartstrings, like oh he'll be back this week, and then he gets injured mid game, and like he just kind of screws with you, you know. Yeah, Saquon Torres ACL, he's out. All right, we'll just drop him and replace him. CMC's been on everyone's roster, like hoping he just comes back at some point, yep. like. All right, like here comes the fantasy playoffs. Maybe he'll play this week and save my season. Like, nope, probably not. Like, he's just kind of been screwing with you this whole time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely by far CMC. Uh, the Lions at the Titans. Okay, um, the Houston. <laughs> the, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Titans said uh, Derek Henry should have a field day here. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that'll be uh, they'll be just fine. <laughs> Titans team. I'm going to take. Oh the yeah. Titans. Take the Titans there. Uh, Houston at the Colts. Uh, Houston just let the Bears score 36 on them. So so the Colts should have no problem playing Texans again yeah, in, recent, in recent weeks. Yeah, because they, they just played like two weeks ago. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Colts. I'm fine. I'm, I'm very comfortable with that decision. Yeah. The Pats at Miami. I I I wanted to make this a bigger deal than it probably is going to be. Yeah, Miami's defense. Yeah, as soon as I reminded myself that Miami's defense is a top five defense, Cam Newton's going to have a bad time. And usually, the Patriots have a historically bad time in Miami. No, that's very true. So, I'm going to go ahead and take Miami and be pretty confident about that. Yeah, I'm just I don't know why I'm I'm just there's I'm just feeling more Miami than picking the Patriots here or, but if you ask my wife, she says under this, under this roof, you never pick for the Patriots. Even if you lose a bet, we always pick against the Patriots. So I'm following the rules and picking the dolphins. All right. If I I get it, that's fine. I completely (laughs) understand. This is an interesting one. This is our first actual interesting pick here. The bears at the Vikings. That's what I reckoned. What that's the? what that's what Siri reckons. <laughs> what Siri reckons? <laughs> Siri, shut your mouth. Bears at the Vikings. I am taking the Vikings because yeah. I think the Bears are frauds. I don't think they're going to do that two weeks in a row. Okay. I still, I, with the exception of Dan Bailey and what he did, the Vikings' offense is still pretty good. Dalvin Cook still rushed for over a hundred. I'm going to, I don't feel, I'm not like going to run away and say I'm confident with this pick. Yeah. But my heart, my gut is telling me the Vikings should be fine at home. Okay. This was a Monday night game, I'm pretty sure. You got flexed if, out. Was it flexed out? Maybe. I have no idea. 
Because I, I remember picking the Bears last time, and the Bears almost had it. Almost. But I believe Nick Foles was playing for them then. Oh. So I think this Bears defense is playing a little bit better than what it was last time. And the Vikings, you know, maybe they're you know they're questioning their offense a little bit, you know, with you know, how much can you trust Dan Bailey? Do we have to go for two every time now? Can we kick a field goal? Is it touchdown or bust? So that's where I'm kind of, you know, looking more towards the Bears. And, you know, the Bears running game, you know, kind of had a pretty good pretty good day against the Texans. So yeah. they probably won't have quite as good of a day against the Vikings, but I still think they have a good day. I'm taking a chance here and going over the Bears. I like I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. My parents think uh, you know, it's a great it's a great way your wife thinks there. <laughs> Never take the pads. Never take the pads. And just so you know, I mean, both the Vikings and Bears are six and seven, only one game out behind the Cardinals. So that's seventh seed. So it's a big week. They both have something to fight for. Yeah. Seattle at Washington. I I wrote down Washington initially. Yeah. But it's December. Mm-hmm. It's Russell Wilson in December. They just got, they kind of just got right with this game mm-hmm. against the Jets. You know, they got, you know, they got to sling the ball a little bit. They feel good. They got some momentum. I, they, they just know they have to perform. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be low scoring. Whoever has the ball last is probably going to win. Mm hmm. I'm going to take Seattle and have them riding that momentum train. All right. Uh, I'm not taking – right now I'm not taking Seattle. Just and This is, for me, is based on Washington's defense. I think they're going to be able to shut down Seattle's offense pretty well. Now, will Washington's offense be able to do anything against Seattle's defense? I don't know. Maybe. They seem to do okay against the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense. But that you know, hopefully Alex Smith comes back. Hopefully, no major injury concern here. Hopefully, he's good to go. If that's the case, then I I feel better about picking Washington because they seem to be the team that's getting they're getting lukewarm at the right time. They're not hot. They're getting lukewarm. All right, all right. I like that. Yeah, and I think I'm with my parents here. They said not without Alex Smith. If Alex Smith is still banged up, he's not feeling right. Even if he does play, if he's still kind of like a game day decision and he suits mm-hmm. up, then I definitely won't feel comfortable with that Washington offense. And like I said, low scoring, right. affair, very low scoring affair. Mm-hmm. This, this, the end score might be 13, 10. It, if, if that. Yeah. Uh, the Jags at the Ravens. I, Good I, luck. Doc Strap King. I still don't think the Ravens are fixed. I think no. they just had one very good game. And I the entire talk today was oh, the, the Ravens are getting hot right now. Nobody wants to play the Ravens. If they make the playoffs, nobody wants to play the Ravens in the playoffs right now. It was one good game. Have we forgotten about the past six where they've played like hot garbage? Come on. You can't <laughs> just say they're 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 back. It was mm-hmm. one game. All right. And now it'll probably look like two games now because they get to play the Jaguars, so that'll help boost everyone else's argument. But yeah. I'm I'm not buying into that. 
No. No. This is this is where that e- the easiest. This is where it comes into play that they have the easiest schedule, right? Because the last three games are cupcake games, so it's just gonna they're gonna pad the pad the wins, pad the stats. They'll you know they'll probably slip into the playoffs. Everyone's gonna be oh watch out for the Ravens. They you know they're a, they're a low seed, but or they're like, they're, they're like they just made it in the playoffs, but they're a force to be reckoned with. Nope, they're gonna they're just gonna someone's gonna come in and destroy them. They're just gonna kick them back out and say try again next year. Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. Yeah, I, mean, I wish the Bills had that schedule. Holy cow. And everybody else will be right. They got hot. They look good. They're ready to go. No one wants to play them. But they, they, they've they played nobody. It was a great game against mm-hmm. the Browns, but they're going to finish the year out playing teams that like have, what, a combined five wins? <laughs> yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm taking the Ravens for this game at least still. Yep. Yeah, uh, me too. Jets at the Rams. Rams aren't giving the Jets those first wins, so Rams all day. Yeah, they'll be, I think the Rams will be fine. Uh, the Eagles at the Cardinals. I liked the way the Eagles played last week. Mm-hmm. I still don't think the Cardinals are fixed, although they scored 26 on the Giants. It still wasn't a pretty 26. They needed a lot of help from the defense. Yep. I'm, st- I'm taking the Eagles because the Eagles got a good defense. So I think, uh, yeah, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles right now. It's a little bit of concern for me still. Um, the Eagles offense, how can they match up against the Cardinals defense? But then you really think about it, they just oh, excuse me, played the Saints defense, which was, you know, right. top of the league there for a little bit. So right. yeah, so, I should probably I should probably feel better about the Eagles pick. <laughs> all right. No, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Eagles just got done taking down that defense. They should be fine with this one. Uh, Jay, think, is he the only person who thinks Russell Wilson's going to tear a new one in that Washington football team's defense? You might not be the only one, but you might be in the minority. Yeah. Even even I know that this is going to be an <laughs> ugly game for Russ. I wouldn't. It's going to be six plus sacks on Russell Wilson. Hundred percent. That's a That's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. If it's, I, I should make. I could make that a bet. I bet we'll we'll set the sacks at five and a half over under five and a half sacks. I'll take a pie to the face, five and a half sacks. I'll take the over on five and a half. Durf's typing it into our notes. Are we we going to do pie to the face? Five and a half sacks. All right. You want to do that? Sure. (laughs) This is our first like real bet. You're taking the over or the under? I'm taking the over. All right. Well, I'll take the under then. You're fine with the under? Only if you're fine with the under. You don't have to take that bet. But if you're fine with the under, it's up to you. I mean, we don't. this doesn't have to be a thing. Like, it doesn't have to be. I don't know. Or if you take the over and we're both wrong, we can both take a pie to the face. That's, I mean, that's fine, too. I feel like I want to take the over just because of Chase Young. Okay. So we can yeah. both take the over. Yep. And if we're both wrong, we'll we'll take we'll we'll make a couple of like whipped cream pies. To there the you food. go. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. All right, we'll write it down, and everyone stay tuned uh, for Monday, maybe Sunday, probably Monday evening. We'll probably take care of that. We'll see what yeah. happens. It's a little last minute to do it on a Sunday. We'll we'll wait. <laughs> yeah. 
Chiefs at the Saints. The Saints had a rough week out. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm fine with that. Yeah, as much as Patrick Holmes looked rusty and you know, or looked off taking like that 30 yard sack against the Dolphins, he'll be fine against the Saints defense. There's there's no doubt there. The Chiefs they'll, they'll keep rolling. Yeah, it's I don't want to say the Saints season is looking rough, but I think they need Drew Brees back. I think it's about time for the return of Drew. Uh the B- Sunday night football, the Browns at the Giants. Mhm. Yeah, this will be a good little turnaround game for the Browns. Like you can't even say turnaround game. Like they had a good game. They just didn't get the win, I think. So I think they get the win. Yeah. They turn it around in the win-loss column this week, I say. There you go. Yeah, yeah I think it's a good Yeah, it's a good like, you know, Get back on track kind of game for the Browns. And then last but not least, Monday night football Steelers at the Bengals. I'm gonna I'm assuming the Steelers end their losing streak against the Bengals, but God, I hope so. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, if you wanna here we go. There's always one game that you never expect what's going to happen. If you want to pick one, here you go. <laughs> yep. A shocker in Monday Night Football. The Bengals <laughs> over the Steelers. Oh. It won't be my pick. I'll take the Steelers, but yeah. <laughs> keep an eye out for that. All righty, yeah. and that's our show. Just a touch over two minutes, two hours. Not too bad. But we did okay. I mean, our original goal was a two-hour show, but if we go under two hours, we wouldn't be mad about that. No. Thanks for the interaction tonight. It was great tonight. Everyone that tuned in, thank you very much. Thanks for the likes. Thanks for the shares. Thanks for the comments. It was all amazing. If you're mm-hmm. listening to this podcast and you got to this point, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere on social media, YouTube. Make sure you're following, liking, subscribing, sharing, all this stuff. Make sure you're flossing um, so you can interact with us on social media. We love that. All the comments, anything. It's great. So we will be back next Tuesday. Because mama didn't raise no bussies. I am. Bam.